The following program is for adult audiences only. This is. This is. Eric and Gord, what if we're right? Live right now. Are you ready? Find and like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram. Well, hi there. Happy Thursday. It's March the 12th, 2020, and I'm Eric talking at you once again from Kelowna, British Columbia, Canada, where what if we just tell Hillary Clinton that the coronavirus is going to testify against her? That'll make it disappear pretty quick, won't it? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hello, Gord. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> oh, oh, boy. I am doing. Oh, I'm alive. I'm okay. Hello. That's, that's all that matters. You missed. You missed my intro. Um, I didn't. I'm sad because I, I intros and titles of the shows are my two favorite things. So I'll I'll give you the basic gist of it. I figured out uh, the ultimate solution to the world's problems. Just fucking tell hmm. the world that uh, the coronavirus plans to testify against Hillary Clinton. It'll disappear in no time. <laughs> That's 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 actually true, right? <laughs> uh, no guest on the show. Right. Welcome, uh, listeners who are listening live on Spreaker.com. Phones are open as always. Uh, live chats open. Six zero four six five five nine six three zero. Um, no guest tonight. I had to reschedule because life got in the way. But I'm almost happy about that because. Uh, just before I get to my shout-outs, uh, it's been a long time since I've introduced one of my personal theories into the show. It's been a really long time, actually, and I, I came up with one last night, and I'm very excited to talk to Gord about it. Uh, before I do that, i got to say hi to Mike at Pit Lane Parlay. Uh, I think race car driving is going on with or without coronavirus, so everyone check out Pit Lane Parlay on Apple Podcasts. Uh, check out our friends Alex and Tom at the You Suck Podcast Network uh, on Podbean. They got their three big shows over there. They got the uh, bar fight, the superhero bar fight, and a couple others. I don't think they're calling it Thor's Kin anymore. But really awesome shows. Check them out on Podbean. And I want to say hi to my our a new friend to the show, Jeff Davis. Uh, they're in Nashville, Tennessee. He's got an amazing podcast called the functioning functionally dysfunctional show and it is one that i have found myself listening to as much as i listen to me and gord and that's saying a hell of a lot that says a lot hi to those guys and hi to you guys thanks for listening tell a friend um and uh tell your family and uh maybe head over to facebook or instagram or twitter give us a like give us a follow and uh, there could be a T-shirt in your future. We don't know whose T-shirt, but somebody's. It'll be. Uh, <laughs> it'll be I can even guarantee it'll be clean at this point. <laughs> that's new. <laughs> that, that is that is brand new. Actually, that's a, that's a big fucking deal right there. Yes, science. Um. So, before we get to news, uh, as I said at the top. I used to always have a theory that I would bring onto the show uh, uh, observations and stuff. I haven't done that lately. We've been so bogged down with guests and 
that I've just adored. But uh, something I noticed, and I noticed this with a uh, my mother's husband's son, who um, I asked him to to do some math for me, and he pulled out his iPhone and he was just like, "Siri, add this up." And I just realized. <laughs> Uh, now, I use it as one of my sayings on the show and just in life. I, I often say, you know, just do the math. And I've realized people don't do the math anymore. And, you know, you, you let your phone do the math. But in in the more philosoph- philosophical sense, uh, people don't just stop to do the math anymore. Everyone judges you on so quickly. Uh, I said it to Gord this afternoon. You're only as important as your last status update, right? Nobody... Uh, People, people don't take the time to look at you and, and do the math on you. That's how you get jobs online and how um, it's just the way we judge each other now. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, the, the example I brought up to Gord uh, about people not doing the math. Um, really good example is when you're on the highway and you go blowing past a guy and you honk at him and you speed by him and then you both end up at the same red light 50 feet ahead. Uh, you you didn't do the math on that um yeah and it happens in life and it's recently happened to me uh that in my current living situation uh i was given a very hard fast deadline you got to get out on this date and it was to elicit uh my my begging basically it, it was to feel superior and go, oh, now he's got to beg and he's got nowhere to go and he's going he's gonna to offer this and do that. And, and they didn't do the math. They didn't look at my past <laughs> history and go, okay, what does he usually do when, when things get tough? And what I did was I procured additional funds. I, I set up a place to stay. I borrowed some money from Gord knowing that I could pay it back. I put myself in a position where, yeah, I can go on this date and it's going to be just fine. And I told them that and they were shocked and disappointed. And then it came around, as it always does, that they've fallen on some hard times. And knowing my current situation, they they asked to borrow some money today. (laughs) And I just thought. You, you didn't really do the math on the kicking me out, did you? Because <laughs> I had already set these wheels in motion before they did that, um, because that's what I do. And that's right. Now they're asking for a favor. After trying to put me in a horribly uncomfortable position and make me kind of cowtail to them, now they're, they're in a situation where they need help and they know I can offer it. Because uh, they didn't do the math. Now, how do you think that that uh, offer is going to go now? <laughs> you know, oh, uh, well, you're doing okay. Can we have some grocery money? <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> how do you think that's going to go for you right, right about now? Maybe you should have done the math. Um, <laughs> this is why you always carry the one. Right? And I mean it in, in the literal sense. Fucking do the math. This is why you're supposed to learn math. Like, it's not so you can fucking do math. It's so you can do the math. You know what I mean? You, you, you do the math. Always do the math. Uh, it'll get you just miles ahead of the game. Um, 
and this is why companies are coming around to that a college degree might not be the be all end all of your qualifications. Maybe the guy with no degree uh, is ten times better at the job. He just has an an, an aptitude for whatever it is. Uh, to, you got to look at people and you got to do the math. It it's um, it's lacking because we judge everybody on, like I said, it's instantaneous. It's your status update. It's your fucking last Instagram post. That's how we judge people. We don't we don't look at them and and do the math. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. And, and it's it's just become such a a detriment to people. And sorry, guess what? You, you didn't do the math on me. <laughs> We're we're in some trouble. So that was just kind of my my sort of outlook on on everything lately. You gotta you gotta stop and do the math, and and I think that's kind of the why I'm winning right now, and and some people aren't. And you know, I I say I'm winning. That's obviously relative to where I was a month ago, but but for everybody, I think you gotta take some time, slow down a little bit. Do the math. <laughs> um, I actually, um, I, sh- I showed uh, my mom your uh, the, th- the thing you wrote, and oh. uh, um, I read it. Well, basically, I, I read it out to her, and she's like, "As soon as as soon as as soon as it said that they sat they sat you down, and then they changed their tune <laughs> completely." <laughs> my mom goes. She goes, I've never met Eric, and even I would know better. (laughs) (laughs) And then continued after I finished the whole thing. She's like, he is a really good writer. I'm like, I know. She goes, why doesn't he, like, you know, write? I'm like, he does. He is technically. He's published. I said, so I started sort of feeling her in on some stuff, and she's like, he's really good. Like, she was blown away with how, with how well you had everything worded and I might be able to say the same point, but it sure as fuck won't sound that nice. <laughs> on, on that note, did you did you get through part of that story yesterday? At least the uh, conversation. Okay, um, I, I I read the conversation, and then I went back and I went to reread it because I keep in mind I haven't slept in two days. Yeah, uh, so I'm a little delirious to a point right now. Um, uh, my, my boss pulled me offline at work today, um, because, uh, well, basically because of what happened at work yesterday and, um, and what we're talking about ladies and gentlemen real quick while, (laughs) while Gord works it out is I wrote a short story, uh, over two years ago now, uh, called the only bad thing that ever happened at the bourbon hotel. It's, uh, it was published last year. Um, it's being optioned by Amazon as a Kindle only, uh, release, which I'm still not 100% comfortable with, but at the moment, you guys can find it at noahwriting.com. You just go to noah, N-O-A-H, writing.com, and look up the only bad thing that ever happened at the Bourbon Hotel, and it's my first published piece of literature, and uh, believe it or not, the UBC Museum of Anthropology is introducing it into their curriculum. Um they would like to study it because of uh, just the the nature of this 
story. So that's just a short story I wrote, and uh, it's out there for you guys to read. If you want to check it out, I would love to hear your feedback on it. And it is utterly fascinating. Um, I haven't, like I said, I haven't had a chance to finish reading the whole thing. Um, but uh, yeah, um, I it's it's up on my computer, and like I said, I started rereading it again because uh, I remember like, I got way to the end when I got down to the end. I'm like, wait a minute. Did I actually read this far, or did I, you know, what I mean, blank out part of this? So I got to go through this a second time to make sure I caught every bit of it because I was just really blown away by some of the shit it's, of how you do explanations. It's it's pretty impressive. It started out with the conversation with God. It, I was writing it as a play uh, initially. I wanted it to be a a um, a two person, one scene, one set. Uh, play I was thinking maybe for the fringe festival and then when the conversation was all said and done it was kind of too short for the play and then I was like I should I want to know the backstory to this so I I wrote everything on either side of that conversation after that conversation it all it was all a second thought (laughs) you know I'll tell you if you get through the story I'll give you guys some insight if you get through the entire story, um, the the suicide scene that takes place at the end of the story, I wasn't sure how to write that because I've never uh, committed suicide. <laughs> uh, so I actually acted it out. I went, I did everything that takes place in that scene. I went to uh, Crab Park in Vancouver and found an area that looked like the one I had described in the story. And I went and I acted out that death scene by myself in the freezing cold water so that to help me write it. So uh, it's it's very emotional uh, for me to read. And it's, it's very, it's written quite uh, emotionally because I did experience, except for the dying part, I experienced Uh, the rest of it. So it was a very, it was a very emotional story to read uh, for obvious reasons. It's semi-autobiographical, but it was a lot of fun. And I don't know why over the years I've never thought to show it to Gord, but I, I yeah, I'm, yeah. And I, like I said, I'm, I'm going to be diving a little more into this one, uh, into that because, well, as of the last, you know, um, I guess mainly about the last couple of years I've been changing my tune about religion in the sense of instead of me viewing it as a way to attack people and see them as weak minded for believing in such a thing as more of a thing of fascination I Um, noticed that on Sunday and you got commended by Jeffrey of the Functionally Dysfunctional Show because I got called out on Eric kept saying doesn't the Bible say this and doesn't the Bible say that and he was trying to be all confrontational and Gord was chill Whatever. <laughs> I, I I do. I, I view it from a slightly different. Again, I'm not saying because every time somebody religious opens their mouth and says something, it for me it just reiterates my point over and over again. Uh, just that you know the fact that you believe organ anything of organized religion it just makes no sense whatsoever. And every time you open your mouth to, to explain why you do it. It just reiterates it even more. I just, I just, I just, I don't get it. But it's, it's a point of fascination. I love to hear people explain their side of it to me, and it's just 
And it's incredible. I am, I am changing my point of view because I have realized that if you put your um, – if you believe in faith, if faith is your way of getting through your day, that's okay. That Do what yes. you have to do to, gu- to be a good person and guide your life. Uh, do what you have to do, but you cannot claim – that it is the ultimate truth. You cannot claim that that is the fact. If it's what you need to get through every day, that's totally fine. And you can tell me about it, and I'll listen. But do not claim that it is the ultimate truth, that it is correct, and everything else is incorrect. You can't say that, and that's not true. If it's what you believe, fine, good. But it you cannot say it's fact, it's true, this is how it is. And it's uh, it's a point that I got mad at Gord for yesterday. That you cannot say, this is the only way. It does, I don't care what you're talking about. You cannot say, this is the only way. You can, but you'd be wrong. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Wrong. I love proving things. Uh, thank you. Yeah, I stand corrected. You can say, you can say whatever the fuck you want. Absolutely. Uh, no, and you're right. Um, you know, it's. I mean, it's relatable also to the same thing. Like, because of my theory of ending of, of, of ending civilization as we know it as a, as a set of numbers. I'm not saying that that's the only solution. I'm just saying it's the only solution I see. That solves the greater problem the easiest. Yeah. There's a billion ways it could all happen. There's a billion ways that it could be changed or whatever else. I, I get all that point. Um, but Well, it was more the yeah. conversation we had about sterilization, and you said it's the only way. About sterilization. And I went, no, no it's not the only way. I'd still anyway. like to see you find a better, a better solution than that. Oh, I will, and <laughs> I I'll get still back don't, I still don't know if there is one. But to go back to topic... Um, your explanation in your story about like, like you know about why God does certain things and why God does what what was I actually came across um, uh, this little stupid article uh, where they talked to uh, Reverend Billy uh, uh, Curvaney, I believe is how you pronounce his last name, and what happened was, was his Curvaney. daughter Curvaney. Curvaney, yeah, what's that is the new name for my penis, Billy Curvaney. Right, <laughs> that's the way it looks. Um, his eight-year-old daughter had asked a question, which was, "Why did God make tornadoes?" And he goes to this whole lengthy bullshit about, you know, how like one of the good things I thought about it was the fact of you can't let God off the hook on this and just saying, "Oh well, you know, he does everything else, but he didn't do that," you know. Uh, so you can't let him off the hook. So what's the reason? And he gets down to it. And the answer that he ends up coming up at the end was why? So he could be with us, grow us and usher us forward. And I'm just like, oh, you fucking pussy. <laughs> like you goddamn, not even pussy. Fuck that. Pussies are tough. You, 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 you sensitive fucking nutsack. no. It's no, it's so he could be with us, grow us, and usher us forward. 
Absolutely. No, it's a cop out. Don't, it is. But don't something cop that really out. caught my attention um, because of the Functional Leaders Functional podcast was they were talking about the era of the flood, the flood that that uh, purged everything and Noah's Ark, that whole thing. There's yeah. a there's an ancient Egyptian script uh, that precedes the Bible that talks about that flood and how it brought bounty to the land around the Nile and crops grew and and that flood was a blessing from uh you know whatever god it was that this text refers to um but that flood was a blessing it wasn't a punishment it was that that flood uh watered it it irrigated the land and their crops grew and it was uh, a wonderful thing so from their religious point of view whatever religion it was that flood was a blessing and from Christianity, that flood was a punishment. It's like... Uh, it's like everything. It's perspective. Yeah, exactly. It's all perspective. And, uh, no, Gord's right. Don't don't, don't pussy out. Uh, don't talk to your kids about it. Kill, keep, let your kids be kids. They don't need to know why. You say God did stuff because he's God. <laughs> um, go play with your toys. <laughs> Let your kids be kids. Don't talk to them about sex. Don't talk to them about gender. Don't talk to them about Iran. And don't talk to them about God. Um, yeah. So, Absolutely. Anyway. Sorry, I, I, sorry, I, I got distracted by something. I, I, I don't know when I'm going to... I just got distracted by something. I'm really I'm, I'm mad about it. That's fine. Be distracted. We can move on in another direction real quick. Because I do want to talk about uh, something you guys must must be happy about in your area. The NHL has canceled their season due to coronavirus. Um, every every sporting event's officially been canceled, which means the Leafs are closer to a cup than they've ever been this year. This is the yeah, they're pretty much at the the best they've ever. <laughs> they're ever going to get the cup right now is them nobody nobody gets to play therefore the Leafs win the cup that's exactly how Leafs fans are going to say now, someone yesterday was all shitty when it, we were talking about Jeopardy uh, not having an audience Jeopardy's going to film but they're going to film without a studio audience yeah and someone got all shitty eh, they, they should, uh, the host has stage four fucking colon cancer if anyone <laughs> needs to be careful. It's him. Like he he gets a pat. He's allowed to cancel. Yeah, you want to shoot your mouth off about the live thing? Go go get mad at Doctor Phil. He's not having the live audience either. No, Doctor Phil can fuck himself. But uh, uh, Alex Trebek, <laughs> he needs to be a little careful. And yeah. anyone out there with stage four cancer, uh, absolutely cancel your social plans until this thing blows over. <laughs> Everybody else, just fucking wash your hands. And let me, by the way, say, when I cough on a bus, everyone can take their shitty looks and fuck right off. I have been a tried-and-true pack-a-day smoker for 29 years. When I cough on a bus, it's because I'm a smoker. I don't have coronavirus. I'm just very (laughs) shitty to my body on a regular basis. That's why I cough. So take your judgy little looks and go fuck yourselves. (laughs) <laughs> oh god yeah. I paid I thought... 1350 per pack for this fucking cough <laughs> I earned my right to cough wherever I am 
Um, yeah. Uh, uh, okay, fuck it. Let's let's get the Corona stuff out of the way because right. there is a couple of things I got mentioned. Um, ex- this this breaks my heart. I am legit officially saddened about this. Uh, Tom Hanks and his wife are, have been diagnosed with uh, coronavirus. Yeah. Um, I'm really, I'm really sad because I love Tom Hanks, so I'm really sad. So they're in uh, Australia. Oh, of course he'll be fine. He'll do a movie about it. He'll make a billion dollars. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, so he's so they've they're both in isolation because it started off with uh, Rita Wilson uh, had a cough and a mild fever. So they thought, fuck it, we should just go and get double checked while we're here. So they got checked and turned out they're both positive for it. So, um, There's yeah, so they're in isolation. So that's what I'm saying. <laughs> what? Toy Story <laughs> quote. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's that. I'm really sad by that. So that's that, that makes me sad. Um, on the same uh, token, when it comes to that, uh, now here's the thing that I'm happy that has happened is that uh, – um, Justin Trudeau and his wife are self-isolating over the fears of the coronavirus because um, she, his wife, was in the UK. Sophie Gregory or Trudeau, fucking whatever, Gregoire. I just don't care. Um, Yeah, she sort of was showing mild symptoms um, as of late on Wednesday. Uh, after speaking engagement in the UK. Now, what's genius about this very thing is that Trump's ban on any flights going in or coming out of um, Europe um, is every country is banned except for the UK. And this is the exact place where the, where our prime minister's wife just got fucking got sick. It's just. Trump just can't catch a break. You know, what are you going to say? Um, that shit's just funny to me. Um, <laughs> so I personally think that Trudeau is just hiding like a bitch. Um, I bet you she's probably got syphilis and she doesn't have Corona and Trudeau's just a twat. I just don't fuck. I just want him to die. Well, That'd be fine. Is, is self quarantining. Um, does what good does that do? I mean, just because you quarantine yourself for two weeks doesn't mean you don't have it. You're not going to get it. No, but you can if walk you out do... of that quarantine and someone sneezes on you and you're fucked. Yeah, no, but the thing is, is if you self quarantine, you're putting yourself on a 14 day quarantine, which means you should be virus. If you had the virus by the time you started it, you should be fine, clear of it by the time you get out. I so you're not infecting any. So it's not so you don't infect somebody else. It's not a matter of that. It's just so you don't infect somebody else. Um, personally, I think Trudeau should get highly infected and go meet with these First Nation fucking leaders and just go and cough all over them. That, that'd make me happy. Right? Like just I saying. said, uh, I would love to get the coronavirus and then go to a pro-Trump rally. And yes. Just, just walk around shaking hands. God be no. with you. um now one thing that i'm sort of laughing about so so trump does the only partially extreme thing of putting the ban from europe uh the travel ban from europe 
I say partial only in the extent that um, pretty much everybody's on the way to do this now anyways. You've got flight bans coming out of most countries individually. Trump just grew together and said, on any of you motherfuckers, so that's it, you're all done. So he just banned them all. And of course, the EU condemns Trump for, for this ban, even though the EU has been openly stating, saying, basically, don't travel. <laughs> right. And stay indoors and only go out if you sort of have to. Like, it's a direct um, uh, um, uh, correlation between exactly what, like, don't, people don't do that. Don't go anywhere. Don't travel. Don't do this. Trump says you're not allowed to travel back. Trump's an asshole. Don't, don't tell people you're allowed, you should restrict their traveling. Yeah, exactly. But you right. just told them, but they can't. What? So, yeah, there's just, again, you don't need to say this stuff, considering Trump is the guy who literally stood there up and said the numbers of the coronavirus are going down in the U.S. when they weren't. They're dramatically going up. He said that you'll never see double digits of deaths in the U.S. It's already there. You'll never see, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's everything he said was already turned out to be a lie. There will be tests for everybody. No, there's not. No. Um, every no, they won't. Um, if the uh, once the, um, uh, the the cure basically is 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 available, everybody will get it. No, they won't. <laughs> like I mean, like everything he said has already been proven wrong. So you don't need to sit here and say something really retarded. Like do as I don't do as I say or do, but I'll get mad at you if you. Do like I don't even get it. it's so fucking backwards, and I hate this whole fucking. I don't planet. get out. I I think the um, spread of stupidity is far more dangerous than the spread of coronavirus. And oh, absolutely! This exposes it. People's reactions have just been absolutely hilarious, and I keep saying I think I said it uh, last time we talked. I'll say it again: coronavirus is not ruining the economy. People are ruining the economy. Stupidity is ruining the economy. Yeah. Um, buying into this crap is ruining the economy. And, and I don't get it. I, I don't get how people are so naive and, and just so falling for this. It makes no sense. It I, really doesn't. It just It's the same as when everyone had to have a Cabbage Patch Kid. Remember when we were kids? And people, people were, like, fighting at Christmas time. They're beating each other up for Cabbage Patch Kids because their kid had to have one. But nobody wanted a Cabbage Patch Kid. Nobody even liked them. Nobody knows where that came from. No, it was, it was, just, like a, it was just like and the, same with Tickle Me Yeah, Tickle Me yeah. same thing. Did anyone want that fucking thing? It was creepy and weird. But parents were going, fucking ape shit. You got to get this. And why? why? Where are they now? I don't... Well, they're, they're considered think, collector's items because, you know... They all got destroyed. <laughs> I think uh, Elmo got Elmo turned out to be a pedophile or something. Anyway, um, but it's just like this mass hysteria. People latch onto this thing. Oh, we gotta, we gotta do this. Why? Well, yep. be- because fucking everybody is because the media told them. Uh, we because the get, media told them. That's like I said. We gotta get someone like your mom if she's in, or my mom. Well, no, my mom would never do anything for me. But uh, someone like your mom, maybe. Uh, send a letter to Ellen talking about how great Eric and Gord are, and let's try to get this mass hysteria around Eric and Gord 
and just get people, we got to listen to this podcast. Why? Just, we just fucking have to. It's the cure to the coronavirus. <laughs> but we, we it's can't. It's a better cure than toilet paper. <laughs> we can't tell Oprah how awesome we are. Um, we can't tell Ellen she needs to tell everyone about our show. It's It's got to be someone random um, who does it. We can't, it's like starting your own GoFundMe. No one, no one donates to that, but you start a GoFundMe for a nine-year-old Australian dwarf and he gets $400,000. And then he didn't even accept the money. $400,000. He didn't even accept the money. Gave it all to charity. Fuck. And yet I've, I've had two GoFundMes go absolutely nowhere. To, to make my yep. dream come true two years ago, to go with Gord to meet the cast of Degrassi, we had to go fund me. We got a big fat donut after months. This nine-year-old kid gets picked on because he's a dwarf. He gets $400,000. Now, I'm not saying it's right to pick That's on That's not going to make him any taller, I'll tell you that much. I, I'm not saying he should have been picked on. I think it's terrible that people tease this kid for being a dwarf. But you could give him $400,000? You guys couldn't shoot me two grand to get to Toronto? Yeah. Even for that matter, why didn't the dwarf give us fucking two grand to go to Toronto? Like, what the hell was that? Well, he just, this is just uh, much more recent than that. This kid, this, <laughs> this is just, this is still just going on. Um, I don't know if you know the story. Uh, uh, there's a no, nine-year-old, nine-year-old kid in Australia who's a dwarf. And he was being teased. He, there's a, a video went viral of him asking his mom for a knife to kill himself. Because he was teased so badly. Uh, so this uh, this famous dwarf, um, I can't think of his name, Bill Williams, I want to call him. He's a stand-up comedian. He's a dwarf. Yeah. He felt bad for the kid. He wanted to get him $10,000 to, so he could come to Disneyland make him, to cheer him up. So he starts this GoFundMe trying to get the kid $10,000. Within like three, four days, it's up to four hundred grand. Wow. And the the kid and his mom uh, decided they don't want to go to Disneyland, and they just donated it all to uh, charity. So they picked picked six charities around the world and and donated all the money to charity, which, uh, great thing, awesome thing for them to do. But just the fact that the world raised 400 grand for this kid in a matter of days, it's, it's cool, but I just, I don't get how we pick our causes. I, it's just, and that's the funny thing, because it's literally just a matter of, oh, that kid. I keep seeing his face. That's right, that kid. Yeah, I, I, so. I, I saw the face all over. It's, yeah, it's up to four hundred and sixty thousand two hundred eighty-four dollars. And I was asking for two grand so I could literally experience my dream come true. Nothing. Not a, not even a dollar. I'm not complaining. I'm not saying this kid, like, I I deserve more than this kid. I'm just like, maybe a buck? Someone could have kicked me a buck? It was my dream come true. Now all I've got Gord. Gord's my new dream come true. <laughs> you got to aim higher, my friend. You really but we still got, I still want to do the road trip part. The Degrassi part, that ship has sailed. Uh, but having them I as a guest was... on the show this year maybe is more possible. Um, 
But the road trip through all our favorite states. Now I want to go to Nashville because I absolutely want to check that out. This road trip's just going to be, it's going to start out to be like a year long. Yeah, I'd love to see how we're going to get this thing fucking funded. I want to go to Virginia. I want to go to Colorado. Now I want to go to Nashville. I really want to go to Florida and see the, the shitty water. Um, I want to. I want to go to Plymouth Rock now for sure. I gotta see that. Oh yeah, so um, exciting! And obviously, <laughs> I want to go to New Jersey uh, to meet uh, Chef Salty Pork. Um, but there's so much, so many things get added every time. I want to go to uh, Texas. Absolutely, want to go to Texas now. I want to hang out with Mike Simons. I want to, like, I want to get to Harris County and get shot at. The other story, oh, that's another thing before we get, uh, the story that we were trying to tell Mike that we were thinking of, it was the story of the boat. Remember it had the, it had, uh, five bodies and five heads and they couldn't, they couldn't, uh, say whether the heads belong to the bodies or not. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't, they weren't willing to say for sure that those heads belong to those bodies. Like. <laughs> I, I think you can we speculate. could have five victims. We could have ten. We don't know. <laughs> I think you could speculate. Probably the five headless bodies and the five heads—they probably go together at some point. <laughs> it's I don't a know. Pretty safe assumption. Just I'm saying. not a detective, but <laughs> do the math is what I'm saying. Do the math. Now, Eric, I got to ask you something, please. If you're a if you're a scumbag, say, and you um, and people are starting to point the finger at you for doing something horrible, what's the first thing you're gonna do? Uh, okay, sorry, I'm a scumbag. Yeah, and then so you're a scumbag, and I'm saying Eric is responsible for this. I I would say as the, a scumbag, the first thing I'd probably do is deny it. No, well, the first thing you're going to do is you're going to point your finger to somebody else. And say it's not me, it's him. Oh yeah, yeah. That, well, that's what I mean. I'm going right? to deny it, and then yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll definitely try to pass the buck every time. Do that every day, at least once. Now, apparently, um, the state-run media in China. Uh, they are, for the most part, all but blaming Trump directly for the release of COVID nineteen. So They're saying now, that this is a, a U.S. Are they, are they admitting that it wasn't uh, started by bats? That it was actually released? There's, there, there's, yes, they're blaming the U.S. for this. They're saying that it didn't start by Bass. They're saying that it was released by the U.S. It the the oh, wow, wow, and that's what I said. I said the U.S. did it. Uh, so China is saying that the that this was like a it created by Americans and released on Chinese soil by Americans. Yeah, pretty much. Wow. Uh, they're saying on Thursday, Chinese foreign. Uh, ministry spokesman, yep, not going to say the name, uh, tweeted that the U.S. military might have brought the coronavirus to Wuhan. 
When did patient zero begin in U.S.? How many people are infected? What are the names of the hospitals? It might be U.S. Army who brought the epidemic to Wuhan. Be transparent. Make public your data. U.S. owes us an explanation. Holy shit. I haven't heard anything about that yet. That is, that's like, with Trump? Are you kidding? That's like trying to start a war. The Chinese ambassador to South Africa also said, no, although the epidemic first broke out in China, it did not necessarily mean that the virus is originated from China, let alone made in China. Oh, my God. The fact that they're admitting that it was pro- that it was made. Um, that's that's shocking that that's the most shocking statement to begin with that. Because there's been a lot of speculation. We speculated on this show that it was made in a lab um, and not yeah. just contracted from bats. Um, so the fact that they're even alluding that, that that's a possibility, uh, but to to put it on Trump? Are you crazy? He is going to bomb you to fucking Middle Ages. Oh, my God. Yep. Unless you're, unless it's true, of course. <laughs> but it's if it was if it was true, China would come. China, China wouldn't just say it. China would release it. Like but, they would uh, release the, the the proof. They release the information. But America openly. can't bomb the shit out of them if it's true, because then it'll come out that it was true, and then America just tried to bomb the shit out of China over bomb them to cover it up. Uh, to cover it up. So if it uh-huh. is true, chi- uh, America can't react. And if it's not true, then this is going to just turn into a, a Cold War. Definitely a Cold War, if not a real war. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. That is... I can't see China releasing something like that, if it wasn't at least somewhat based in truth. China's very careful about what they say publicly. And they know yeah. all, they know they're being scrutinized. They know all eyes are on them for this. I can't see them just fucking saying that, like just to cause a stink. I think that what's going to happen is, is at some point during the investigation with this virus, because right now, with, when they're looking at this virus, they're looking at it for only for two angles. One is the cause of spread, and the other two is for vaccination purposes. Mm-hmm. I think once they start really looking at this, I think they're going to find something they weren't expecting, which is I, I have a weird feeling it might be um, like nanotechnology, or there might be some sort of an imprint somewhere in the DNA of this thing. That shows that it was man-made. Well, uh, and I think absolutely. China knows that that stamp is there somewhere. So they're they're instantly right now is they're already deflecting, saying, you know, this couldn't have come from us because there's no way one bat can do all this. So therefore, it had to have been when the U.S. came into this area. It had to have been the U.S. Wow, that is a hell of a claim. Um, now the U.S. is obviously. All they can do at this point is counter that with, no, it was clearly Chinese-made. Oh, 
China, though, is using everything in its arsenal to paint itself as a global hero, rewriting history and going so far as to demand a thank you for containing the virus as long as they did. Quote, we should say righteously that the U.S. owes China an apology. The world owes China a thank you, an editorial on State News Agency said. And I guarantee the two Michaels are just sitting there going, hello? Right. <laughs> Can someone please, is this not a reason to let us go? Anybody? Can we be involved in this a little bit? Justin? Please? Beard? (laughs) Justin! (laughs) Can you get us out now, please? Like, how has that not even come up? Like, (laughs) although, oddly enough, Huawei lady, I haven't heard shit about her in weeks. Good thing she's under that house arresting, because she's safe from it. Oh, yeah, she's the only one. She's not. She's laughing in her mansion. She's breathing just fine. She's not worried. No coronavirus is getting in her mansion. Oh, man, maybe she released it. Uh, You know, fuck you guys. (laughs) Would you you be surprised? I wouldn't. Nothing would surprise me anymore. I'm in my emerald fucking tower, and I'm not happy about it. I'm going to release a virus that can't possibly touch me. <laughs> Poo, there you go, fuckers. You don't want 5G? Well, you get fucking corona instead. <laughs> I bet you when she first suggested that to people, she knows she's like, we're going to release a virus. They were thinking, a virus through the network? No, no, a no. real virus. No, a real virus. <laughs> fuck. And it's a real thing. Yeah, yeah, no, it's going to fuck people right up. I, I made a joke to Gord today that was actually true. Um, it, it's awesome that it works out to be a funny joke but it was actually true i was in a store and i went to buy toilet paper and then i went oh no wait i don't want to look like one of the fucking knobs buying toilet paper everyone's gonna <laughs> everyone's gonna think i'm one of those fucking people but i genuinely i'm out of toilet paper I'm, but i'm scared to buy it now because i don't want people to go oh he's one of them I'm like fuck i just gotta go steal it from mcdonald's like a normal human being <laughs> The Chinese military portal, uh, XILU.com, this is the the military direct website, it recently published an article uh, baselessly claiming that the virus is, quote, a a biochemical weapon produced by the U.S. to target China. They are directly asking for war. So that's just a little bit backwards of what you said. You said it. You said it's been a weapon. Right from day one, that's been your theory. Uh, yep. But you thought it was Chinese made. Or you, you I, thought I, someone yep. made it. You didn't say specifically who made it. You just said it was a weapon released no. by somebody. I just think it's, it's a weapon release. My my initial theory was just it was a weapon released by anybody. Then once we found out about the meteor that was going to strike a wipe out part, parts of China, then I thought, well... This would help China if they could eliminate people across the rest of the world. And if they're the first ones to come up with a vaccine before anybody else on the planet does, China comes out on top looking like the best. They make the most money. They have the best recovery tactics afterwards. So once this meteor hits, they still got the numbers and the money. But my understanding is there is no vaccine yet. And for for whatever reason, there can't be a vaccine. So this would be the next logical step is, okay, we can't come up with a vaccine and look like heroes. But we can fucking pin it on America. Yep. My God. And, yeah. The now, the funny thing is, is, if this... Now, here's a strange thing. 
if this had happened when Obama was in administration, I'd be like, you know what? I could see it. Because that's a lowbrow, sneaky thing to do. Trump yeah. doesn't know how to do sneaky. No, and everything Trump's- he does is in flamboyantly big, grandiose style, in the sense of like, and it's obvious. See, it was like you were saying the other day about, uh, you know, just Obama's ability to speak. If there would be no mass hysteria, there would be no uh, sports cancellations, there'd be no toilet paper hoarding if Obama was president, because he'd get up and he'd go, now listen, it's all going to be okay. (laughs) And people would go, oh, fuck, all right, cool. Okay, (laughs) thanks, man, You, you kept us calm, thank you. It's just, that's all, <laughs> Obama never really had to say anything in his big speeches. He just got up and he'd go, my fellow Americans, I got this. And people would be right. like, oh, well then we're fine. I that am President all. Obama, chill. And, and I, I absolutely was not immune to it. I I tuned into every speech and it, it was always a non-speech. The dude never said shit, but I I felt better every time he spoke he just go ladies and gentlemen it's all good and we go oh well fuck okay then it's all good why didn't you just say that to begin with <laughs> and he could still do that he still like if he would get up right now and go everybody don't listen to trump it's all good <laughs> everyone would calm the fuck right down obama could solve this thing he was he was a magician at that. He was just so good. He never said a word. Never solved shit either. He he just said, "Now listen, I'm working on it. I'll let you know when it's done." And people went, "Okay, perfect." <laughs> and then he never did shit. <laughs> and people don't blame him for anything. People are still like, he got a peace prize at, while his country was yeah. at war. Not but, only did he get a peace prize during at war, but he also, you know, two weeks before he got the peace prize, he backdoored the uh, the anti landmine thing. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, said, right. Yeah, no, we're not going to be part of that. Like, I mean, like you know. But he, you know what? He, he did. did some fucking evil shit. He 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 allowed the landmine thing. He wouldn't he wouldn't ratify the landmine agreement. But he came out and he's like, "Hey, look at this." I I got my girls a dog. And people went, <laughs> oh, my God, he got his girls a dog. That's so cute. What a great president. Like, <laughs> did you say, hey, did anyone hear about the landmine agreement? What landmine agreement, you monster? Look at the puppy. How dare You're you talking talk about, about landmines right now? a puppy in front of us. <laughs> and then people were like, okay, uh, NAFTA. The NAFTA ha- is coming up. The three countries are fucked. And what did Obama do? He goes, hey, look at me drinking this beer. See, I got my sleeves rolled up and I'm drinking a beer. <laughs> and everyone went, holy fuck, that dude is cool as shit. He's and, normal. <laughs> and we didn't care about anything. In, in our country, in, I'm sure Mexicans are like, that dude is chill. Like, he just, he never had to do anything. He's a genius. I don't know why he's still not doing it. I don't, I don't know why he doesn't just have his own press conferences and goes, look, I know I'm not the president anymore, but I'm kind of still the president, right? And people would be like, yeah, you totally are. <laughs> um, yeah, it's so true. Um, oh, to have you know, power. speaking of. 
Oh, I'd give anything to have that power. If I could just be on my podcast and just be like, not actually say anything, but have everyone go, yeah, that's some shit we got to listen to. <laughs> well, that's the way I am every time I speak with real people. So, you know. <laughs> if Obama had our podcast, I'd be amazing. Just listening to Obama oh. read the news every night. And now, Gord, let me tell you, in this other story, <laughs> something happened, I fixed it. Don't worry about it. <laughs> And I'd just be like, I'd stop swearing. I'd be like, okay, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you did good, sir. <laughs> We'd get him. We'd Thank get him you, to sir. swear. We'll, we'll be the one show that gets Obama to say, like, bitch. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'd get him to swear. I get, get us on the show for an hour. He'll swear. Um, in totally unrelated news, something I got to say in, the, in the Eric's not shocking announcement of the day. Uh, Charlie Sheen has come forward and said that everything Corey Feldman's saying is a lie. Yeah. Um, and he's saying, listen to what uh, Corey Haim's mom said in 2017, that uh, that Corey Haim never mentioned Charlie Sheen, never said anything about Charlie Sheen, and and this is all bullshit, and Haim would be rolling, like Haim would be disgusted and, and be telling Feldman to shut up if this, if this had come out uh, before he died. Or if he were alive today, he'd say, ah, oh, this is all bullshit. Uh, so, uh, not shocking at all. Like, I, I didn't expect Charlie Sheen to have a press conference and go, oh, yeah, I did that. <laughs> Winning. He was tight. He was tight, too. Yeah, just, yeah, I yeah right? Uh, so, but just thought I'd, I'd bring it up that he's he's the first to come forward and say, no, no, that didn't happen. And I'm sure yeah. you'll get a lot of people mentioned. Um by Feldman, who will pop up and say, "No, he's crazy and he's lying." Yeah. Oh, I, uh, and then that just made me mate. think: like, you can, like, you can say Feldman's nuts, and who's gonna who's gonna argue with you that Feldman is nuts, or he's just no, trying to seek fame or whatever? Like, yeah. because, like, everyone's gonna go, "Oh yeah, that makes sense." Corey Feldman's, you know, he lost all his money, and he's just trying to. Stay relevant, like yeah. Like if, if he, he's always been the crazy one. If you're ever going to get accused of rape, like you want Corey Feldman accusing you, because you can pretty much just say, "Well, it's fucking Feldman," right? Like if Obama accused you of rape, the whole world would go, "Oh fuck yeah!" You know, if if Obama said uh, Gord's a rapist, the whole you you're, you'd be shot dead tonight. But if Corey Feldman said, oh, Gord's a rapist, then you're like, people are going to go, nah, Feldman's fucking nuts. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're you're 100%, 100% right. So I feel bad. I'm not saying he's wrong. I'm not saying he's making stuff up. I'm just saying, you know, as you, you want to get accused by him because <laughs> you, you got a pretty good defense. Again, there's a reason why Corey Feldman's documentary is being released the way it is and wasn't picked up by all the big major ones. Oh, yeah, of course. And it's not just Feldman. It's simply because there's got to be some massive truth behind this because otherwise nobody would blacklist uh, uh, any former A-list, B-list star who's coming forward with massive claims about, you know, uh, child rapist unless if those people in charge know the truth and there's a reason why they don't want to have the absolute world to watch it 
On the other hand, you know, this is a guy, he had, he lost all his money. He got, you know, he sued for emancipation and got it. Um, uh, you know, he, he had to be emancipated from his parents, which, which makes you think like probably people back then knew that he had shitty parents and that if they raped him, he had nowhere to go, you know? So he, he's got, he had yeah. victim written all over him when he was a little kid because yeah. his, his parents were obviously yeah. shitty. They didn't care about him. Uh, he probably was looking for, for, uh, adult, adults to take care of him, to pay attention to him kind of thing. You know what I mean? And so yeah, it, absolutely. the opportunity to take advantage of him was fucking rampant. So maybe he is telling the truth, right? Like he's, yeah. the, he's the I perfect wouldn't be kind surprised of kid. if he got tossed around parties. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 It wouldn't surprise me at all. Um, um fucking god damn it this is like it, yeah i don't get the whole hey now my kid's rich and famous i'm gonna fucking steal all his money and just treat him like shit like i could never imagine doing that to my kid um and no, she's, if you she treat would be an awesome disney now. kid my, my kid would be fucking hannah montana famous if i put her out there <laughs> but I could never imagine like, oh, now she's got a million dollars. I'm going to take it. And she won't know because she's five. I just, I couldn't do that. I don't get why it's so common no. among Hollywood parents to fucking do that to their kids. I can't make it, but I'll force my kid to. Yeah. And then Wait, or, you end up like uh, Miley Cyrus's dad, who is now he's like her fucking, I don't know. He carries her bags or something, but. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he, he's he didn't do that to her, but now he's kind of her bitch too. Yep, and he's just like she. Long as she does whatever she wants, he still keeps getting paid. Yeah. She'll do little things with him once in a while. She'll keep bringing him back in the spotlight. She will re-release his "Achy Breaky Heart" song in her version just to keep what, him relevant. Did he? Was he on the TV show? He was like yeah. her manager or something on the Hannah he's, Montana. Uh, yeah. Or no, it yeah. wasn't Hannah Montana. Which one? Yeah, she was Hannah Montana. She was Hannah Montana. Yeah, yeah. It, no, he, he absolutely was. He he played. I I don't know. I never saw the show. Um, uh, pretty sure it was her manager or father. She was kind of fugly. She she was kind of fugly until like a few years ago. So I didn't really watch the show. Now she's fucking hot. But yeah, I think she's hot. I I like her. Um. Anyway, that's just funny. Don't fuck your kids over. That's my new... Here's uh, my Ten Commandments. Uh, the first one I brought up earlier in the week. Um, don't fuck anybody without their permission. I'll make that a commandment. That's my new commandment. Thou shalt not fuck without permission. Um, mm -hmm. And as Gord said, um, coercion does not equal permission. So... <laughs> If you say, I, I like that Gord added that last night, that uh, saying, hey, if you if you fuck me, I'll give you this role in my Hollywood movie. Uh, that's not permission. That doesn't count. That That's still a strike against that commandment. Um, and my other commandment I'm going to introduce is uh, thou shalt not screw over your fucking ki kids if they're famous. Uh, if your kid's better <laughs> off than you, that's a good thing. That's what every parent wants. So don't fuck over your kid. Like, be nice to them, and they'll throw you a bone, and then you get the guest house, and they get the mansion, and whatever. Your kid grows up normal. They don't fucking turn out like Amanda Bynes. 
That's right. The, the Carter kid, that fucking Aaron Carter. What a goddamn disaster that dude is. <laughs> like, don't fuck over your kids. That's so. Don't have sex without permission, and don't screw over your kids. That's that's. I'll give you the other eight. We'll work them out as we go along. There you go. Um. I can so, tell by Gord's voice we're losing him fast here, so we're going to move on to some of Gord's news stories and then call it a night. <laughs> yeah, there's no denying I'm fucking falling apart here. Um, this is, well, again, we've said this before numerous times, people, and apparently we have to keep saying it because you motherfucking idiots just don't get it. Um, you don't need to make up stuff about Trump. He does no. a... <laughs> very, very good job at on his own. Case in point, Trump literally went on on the news or on air and actually stated, and I will give the direct quote, Trump, quote, earlier this week, I met with the leaders of the health insurance industry who have agreed to waive all co-payments for coronavirus treatments Extended insurance covers to these treatments and to prevent uh, surprise medical billing. Okay? That's what he stated. In fact, none of that was true. The health insurance industry said that they would cover copayments, uh, or sorry, they would um, cover coronavirus testing with no cost sharing. So no deductible, no cost for the testing. They said absolutely nothing about treatment. Nothing. They haven't even they haven't even uttered a word about treatment. All they said was, if you want to get tested, we're not going to charge you for the test. I see. And Trump deliberately stated. Trump didn't even mention the testing. He only talked about the treatment, and it's all wrong. So completely, well, completely wrong. What, what can you say? What do you expect from Trump? I, got, I know. Um, got another one. I got, I got one, one other one to go along with this one. Uh, Trump's quote, we are cutting massive amounts of red tape to make uh, antiviral therapies available in record time. These treatments the impact and reach the virus. Now, the problem with that is that anybody who is part of the current outbreak will not get these therapies available to them. This is all stuff for future stuff because none of this is in place at this point. So nobody right now is actually going to get it. Oh, wow. The National Institute of Health even told a congressional committee on Wednesday that while antivirals are being tested, we don't, quote, we don't know if it works, and I don't want to promise anything. So, again, Trump's telling them one thing. Truth is something totally different. Four percent. Four percent of what that man says is true. Yeah, that's just Uh, shocking. Stay tuned. It's only going to get better, folks. Um. And in the meantime, while you're preparing and hoarding toilet paper, you know what works better than toilet paper? Is the official Eric and Gord t-shirts available at ericandgord.world. Uh, five different sizes for men, five different sizes for women. 
uh, about 10 different colors. There's two styles you can get right now. There's the uh, Eric and Gord um, cover art for our podcast. And then there's the classic fuck Eric and Gord logo. Uh, They're great shirts. They're hits at parties. They make you look slimmer. They do. Um, $27 right now. But if you enter promo code fuck Eric and Gord when you order them, I will knock $10 off the price right off the bat. All you got to do is send us an email, eric at ericgord.world. And it's all through PayPal. You don't got to send me cash. Um, And they're delivered in just about a week. So check them out on ericgord.world. There you go. Love my shirt. Wearing it right now. I'm also Uh, wearing mine. (laughs) Uh, So I I got two more things in the news left over. Um, This one is just another... uh, Fuck it. Um, a Texas megachurch pastor and former spiritual advisor to two U.S. presidents has pleaded guilty to bilking investors out of millions of dollars alongside a Louisiana investment advisor. Um, he was the spiritual advisor to George W. Bush and Barack Obama. Wow. Right? Um... Uh, so, uh, and his co-defendant Gregory Smith, uh, who is a financial planner, he also pled guilty to the same charge. Uh, basically, what they did was they persuaded people to invest about three and a half million dollars in historical Chinese bonds. Uh, the bond, the bonds were reportedly issued by the former Republic of China before they lost power to the communist government in 1949. Problem is that the bonds aren't recognized by China's current government and thus have no investment value. Um, the that is hilarious. Uh, Caldwell, who is the megachurch pastor and former spiritual advisor, he used about nine hundred thousand dollars to maintain his lifestyle, pay down personal loans and mortgages. Uh, yep. So that that's there 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 there's your Catholic fucking. Well, church, let, my friends. Let me just say right off the top, if you are taking any investment advice from a spiritual advisor, that's on you. That's on <laughs> you. <true>. Do the <laughs> math. You didn't do the math there, did you? <laughs> so there's that. Um, this This next one bothers me way more than it should. Um, Eric, if I were to say to you, um, KFC's, uh, biggest well-known slogan, what would you say it is? Uh, the 11 secret herbs and spices. No, that's a fact. What's the slogan? Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Finger licking good. You got it, my friend. Now, so they have a new slogan going out. And it's based off of the classic finger-licking-good slogan in the UK. They have now had to pull it because 163 people complained about the commercial saying that it – hang on, I want to get this actually right here. They, They called the ad irresponsible because it potentially encourages behavior that might increase the chances of coronavirus spreading, i.e. touching the face. Of course. 163 people in all of the UK. And, and you pull an ad 
that every human being that's ever even heard of KFC knows it's fucking finger licking good. Do you uh, now? I guess they could have done something to to address it beforehand. They had to know, like someone at KFC must have known. Like, hey, wait a minute, we're gonna get some shit for this because you're not supposed to be licking your fingers right now. Like, someone must have said that at their office in the last two months. Do you realize that on the side of their big boxes that you get, it literally says it's finger-licking good? Oh, I know. I just ordered it uh, probably three or four nights ago. Maybe five nights ago we had it here at the house. Um, uh, And we got the bucket. I didn't even know they still did the bucket. And I was really happy to see the bucket. Like, it was, like, nostalgic. I was like, oh, they still do the bucket. Um, And it was much better than I remember it being, by the way. I I always say I don't like it, but uh, it was was good. And I know I'm boycotting them, and I'm sorry I slipped up on my boycott. Uh, I didn't buy it. it. My parents did, and they shared it with me, and it was fucking fantastic. But someone must have said... Hypocrite. Someone... Oh, 100%. 100%. Someone must have said at their office, at their headquarters, wherever the colonel must have walked in and said, hey... We're going to get fucking thrown to the wolves here. Are we, our thing is finger licking good. You're not supposed to lick your fucking fingers. What are you doing? What are See, you scraping? I don't... Oh, sorry. I was just I was just touching the side of the uh, laptop. Sorry. Um, Rose, making... Someone sorry. someone <laughs> in their office must have said, uh, "This is we're going to eat shit for this. Now, 163 people, and you're... What, what are you doing? Uh, that, that's... Like coronavirus will take care of them. Don't worry about them. That's a, <laughs> that, but here's what I don't get, though, and this is this is why I don't. Like, they say you know, don't touch your, don't touch your face, your eyes, your nose, your mouth, and don't 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 do any of that, which I do all day long. I'm constantly picking my nose, picking my eyes, and looking uh, my fingers. But that's always been the rule. Don't touch your face. Don't touch your eyes. That's that's the, <laughs> always been a rule for for not just for coronavirus. That's always been a yeah. thing. But you know what also has been always been a thing? Wash your fucking hands. Exactly. And suddenly we're teaching people how to wash their hands right now. Right? And, and you know what? I don't even care. Like, I, it's supposed to be a big thing in the bathroom. Like, oh, you got to wash your hands. I touched my dick. My dick is, trust me, my dick is fucking clean as shit. <laughs> right? Like, in the last year, my dick is the cleanest part of my body. I can promise you. Um, it's about the only thing about me that is clean (laughs) don't don't touch your face that's always been a thing and fucking wash your hands regularly that's always been a thing like i i don't think i i don't see how that corresponds with finger licking good i don't think anybody thinks oh my god we can't eat kfc who's had the slogan for the last 175 years since fried chicken was invented this has been their fucking saying and now we're gonna second guess it like like there's so many of these fucking sayings that that people have for for any product that like I don't I can't even think of one now. Of course, off the top of my head, I can't think of one. But like, um, I I don't know. Give it to Mikey. He'll eat anything. Like, don't give yeah. the coronavirus <laughs> to Mikey. That's like people are gonna freak out. Oh no, that means coronavirus. They're trying to kill Mikey. Like, no, it's a fucking slogan. What the hell? Well. Hershey's pulled an ad featuring people hugging and shaking hands. See, that just implies that people are stupid. That 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 yeah. That's implying that I'm so fucking retarded, I can't figure out that your commercial 
isn't promoting the spread of an infectious disease. A Hershey's commercial. Like, oh, I, you're, you're making me seem like an idiot if you pull that kind of stuff. Yeah. You're, this is why. This is like literally why. Um, oh, my God. I got to talk about this. Uh, this is exactly why the world is in the shape it is because you pander to stupid people. And this is what you get. Like you don't, you don't pander to the weak. You don't, don't pander to the weak minded. You want to pander to the weak? Fine. Don't lump me in with them that I'm so fucking stupid that I think KFC is a problem because they're finger licking good. They, and they, fuck you for even implying that I can't figure that out for myself. Like, you know, I nobody stopped buying Fords because they thought they ran on crack. When, like, built Ford tough, and people went, oh, my God, you mean, like, Rob Ford? That truck's on crack. We can't buy Fords. Like, people don't do that. We're not that fucking stupid. That makes me mad. That makes me really mad that people, these 163 people think that the rest of the world is fucking retarded. Yeah, and this is just, I'm so bothered by this. Blow me. That just, because, I mean, I'm sorry. I don't care what virus is out there. You know what the virus isn't coming off of? What? My KFC chicken. Right? Exactly. Remember Bargs has bite? People would be losing their fucking mind. Bargs has bite. Oh, fuck, you might get rabies. (laughs) (laughs) No. We're not that dumb. Uh, But they think we are. And we allow them to. They are because... Nobody's gone out chasing... uh, a prism of light after a rainstorm thinking they're going to get a mouthful of Skittles. You can't, no one's out there trying to taste a rainbow. We know it's just a fucking saying on a commercial. <laughs> Some of the comments are genius. One, I hate the 21st century. <laughs> if KFC changed their attitude, doorknob licking good, they probably wouldn't be able to handle the business volume. <laughs> When the stupid media tells you what to do, do the opposite. (laughs) Yeah, well. My God. Fuck you, 163. And it's Britain. Who cares? Who's buying KFC over there anyway? (laughs) Everybody should. Have you ever had Britain food? It's disgusting. (laughs) My God. Screw all y'all. Except for um, Alex. Everybody else can go. (laughs) Alex, you're cool. Your country's fucked up. Yeah, and they have they also have the most outrageous uh, knife laws right now. And how come <laughs> so nobody banned now, guns? I'm not spinning this, but nobody has made the correlation that Brexit and coronavirus came at the exact same fucking time. Yeah, maybe it's a Brexit thing, not a KFC thing. You 163 British assholes. <laughs> Maybe you did this. this. Maybe Harry this and whole Meghan thing came did from this. Ireland. <laughs> Maybe Harry and Meghan did this to get heat off them. <laughs> you just, you just never know. All right, you said uh, you got one more. I, yeah, I literally just came across this. Um, uh, you know what we always say: keep an eye on these news stories. See if something else comes up about it. Yeah, we, well, we we, we say didn't that. say that about this one, <laughs> but something else has come up about it. All I'm gonna say is 
Olive Garden. <laughs> oh my good lord! It's it's back in the news. The um, one of the two employees um, that were fired um, during this whole thing are now looking to sue um, the Olive Garden for firing them, um, saying you, you you can't you can't fire me because some other lady is racist and I did what my manager told me to do. Uh, basically. Um, I, I, I think, I think both sides of that have a case. I know it's, I'm not popular for saying that, but I think both sides have a case. I think you should have defied your manager and said no. Um, but, but but you have a perfectly valid case too. Um, yeah, yeah, you're absolutely right. You shouldn't be fired for that shit. So we'll see. I, I can't honestly take a side. It's a, it's a tough one to take a side on, but I mean, I I understand the manager in the sense of I understand firing the manager. I do. Oh, 100%. I, I get that. I, I get it. I don't understand firing the staff. Um, that doesn't. That just doesn't make sense. You're talking for the most part. You're talking like you know, like high school kids or just at a high school kids like. Their first or second job, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not seeing how firing them for, you know, because apparently this manager was a real douchebag. Oh, I, no uh, doubt. No doubt. Uh, he was overheard saying black people will do anything for money. So apparently he was just uh, he was just as racist as this lady was. <laughs> so... Um, See, so it makes sense that he would that he would make a comment like that, and the staff would have to follow because this is what this is the type of shit that they're used to. Yeah, at this but the staff, I, I can see the point of view that the staff has the right to refuse, and they should have refused. Um, well, government though, staff as a as an employee, you can refuse for for safety reasons. You can't refuse a job just because you don't just because you don't agree with it. I think that's, you absolutely can. If it comes down to racism, I think if you said, no, I am not going to entertain your racist shit, I can't see anyone having a problem with that. If you said, no, I said no to my manager, and I didn't do what my racist-ass manager said, um, I can't see anyone having a problem with that. I could be wrong. I Like I said, I can't. I can see both sides of it, and it sucks. Yeah. It sucks that it's even a conversation. But I'm glad they're suing. I'm glad they're just not taking it um, because this has to be brought to to attention. Um, this kind of shit has to be brought up. Although yeah, it, you can argue, like, uh, look at what's happening at Syracuse University right now where students have pressed and they have won the right to pick their dormitory roommates based on race. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now it's it's because they want an all black dorm. Black kids want an all black dorm at at Syracuse. Uh, so they had to fight against the university and threaten to go to court and all this shit and get the right to you can now pick your roommate based on their race. But I'm sorry, isn't that just as fucking racist as like we called it yeah. segregation when we put you in an all black dorm? But if you put you in an all black dorm, then it's less racist somehow. Yeah. No, it is. It is, and that's the thing that people aren't understanding about this whole new way of looking at race. And people are now to the point of 
separation completely. Well, you know, whites have always had their choice and everything else, and black people always just got stuck with a white person's room. Now blacks should be able to choose their own black roommates if they want one. But that's no. just the same separation that you fought. Why bother fighting against it if you're just going to, yeah. in the year 2020, say, well, we want what you guys wanted 60 years ago. Now, yeah. It, it makes no sense. Like, racism has become so fucked. And I say this about everything. We always go too far the other direction. I've said it about gay rights. I've said it about the gender thing. I said we always end up going too And now, with race, we're going so far where these waiters, uh, waiters, sorry, servers, um, they, how do you know? How do you know what's right and wrong anymore? Nobody has a clue. Everyone's just too fucking scared to talk to each other because you have no idea what's right and wrong. And then yeah. you get fired, and you go, wait, why am I being fired? I don't even know what's right and wrong. I, I have no idea what the fuck I'm being fired for. It's, it's ridiculous. Uh, good for them for suing. And keep us posted on this story, Gord. I'm making you the ambassador. I'm making you the Olive Garden ambassador. Oh, that makes me so happy. Um, because I want to follow this story. I want to see what happens. I want to know what happens to these people. And by the way, how does the fucking racist who started the conversation, the customer, uh, mm-hmm. how come they're not part of this story anymore? Why did they just get to walk away? Yep. And that's just it. None of, nothing about this is making sense. You are all blaming the wrong people. You go after the racist. You don't go after the, the 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 people who had to deal with said racist in a public place. You go after the person who created the whole thing. I hate it. Go after yeah. if you have a problem with this story. Go after the 163 British people that have a problem with KFC. Um, from now on, if you have a problem with anything, blame it on them. Coronavirus is their fault. Uh, your financial situation is their fault. Everything in the it's their fault. They uh, they killed JFK. <laughs> uh, and Eric, I have to bring one other thing up. All right, this has got to be the last one, man. I swear it's the last one. I know, I know. Um, I'm just trying to find where this guy's first name is. I, uh, oh, his name is okay. So there's this gentleman. Yeah, this is in Canada, by the way. Just so you know, um, in Nova Scotia, his name is Lauren Grab Grabber. G R A B H E R is his name. Um, he has. His name he is literally Grab the, Her. His, yeah, that's that his is last name, an Grab unfortunate her. Me Too generation name to have. G R A B H E R. Literally, yes. Grab Her. And he got his last name as a personalized license plate. Well, come on, dude. You didn't do the math. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing. See, years ago, my buddy wanted to get the license plate to Debar. Yeah, you've told this story before. I've told this story, right? So we want to get that one. They said no because it promotes drinking and driving. Now, regardless of anything, if they're not going to allow that, but they see grab her, regardless if it's the guy's last name or not, the Department of Motor Vehicles immediately should have said no. There's no way. We can't grab her. No, they they issued it. Yeah, they said, no, nah, here it is. It's good to go. That guy's got, he's getting sugar in his gas tank for the rest of his life. Never drive anywhere with that license plate. 
it just it makes no sense. You're, you're getting your windows kicked in. You're getting sugar in your gas tank. You're getting your bumpers fucked up. You're getting shit written all over your car every day. Like, what are you thinking? I don't care if your name's like Grabar or whatever. We're probably pronouncing it wrong. I'm sure it's not Grab Her, but your name's fucking Grab Her. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Use your Do the math. This is what I'm saying. Do the math on Grab Her and getting a fucking license plate that says that. Wow. So, yeah, so he's somebody from the Department of Motor Vehicle, whatever, is um, an anonymous person complained about it to the Department of claiming that it promoted hate, yeah. uh, hatred against women, obviously. In response to the plate, the license plate was canceled. So this guy is fighting it. But his attorney is demanding that the license plate be reinstated, claiming that the decision was discriminatory, unreasonable, and a violation of free expression. My God, what are you a, right now? Are looking like like you're just looking like a dick right now? Yeah, you gotta know. Like I'm saying, do the fucking math. How do you not yeah. see what a horrible idea this is, and the backlash you're gonna get for driving around with the license plate grabber? Like, there's going to be an amber alert called on your ass every time you stop at a red light. Yeah. What the fuck every is time. wrong with you, Grabber? But here's the thing. Here, I love the argument. Quote, there was no evidence that anyone, including the anonymous complaint, had suffered any harm as a result of this license plate. Well, not yet. No, of course not. But do the math. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, God. yeah. For 27 years, he has had this personalized license plate. For 27 years, he's had it. And so get, how many get friends over has he had? Yeah. And right now, be, and again, that's the thing. Right now, because you're fighting this, watch how many of those friends you are start walking away from you. 27 years ago, that was probably a funny license plate. People could laugh about it. Now, not so much. Yeah. 27 years ago, you had a bunch of screaming titties in Friday the 13th. It was funny. Yeah. Now, no, you don't see that anymore. That doesn't happen in movies. The uh, worst thing is, is above his garage outside his house, he literally has one of those street signs that says grab her place. Oh, Jesus. He's just doing it, obviously. that Come yeah. on. Yeah. And that's, that's in obviously... like the photo of him holding the license plate. And that grab her place is right there in the background. Like, I mean, he's trying to. Yeah. Now he's just being an idiot. Go yeah. fucking go. You're number 164. I'm classic. Now that group, that group of British people is now 164. You're the honorary 164th, you jackass. Grab yeah. get out of go get out of my country. Go to China. But I mean, and the other thing is to also look at this from the other side of it, which is again, how many complaints again? One. That's surprising to me. If it was only one complaint, he gets to keep the license plate. Plain well, and simple. Nobody that, would have cared. Nobody would have known. It never would have hit the news. Nobody would have cared. Well, that's the way of the world now. One, we, like you said at the very top of the show, we're, we're, uh, we're dumbing it down for the peanut kid. We're, we're making it for the weakest people. One complaint, and that's enough to fucking... We gotta... Oh, there's been one complaint. The entire fucking country has to adjust their way of thinking for this one complaint. It's insane. I still hate grabber for bringing this up um but one complaint you're right what are we doing why are we 163 people in 
Britain. That that's the equivalent of one complaint to me. Um, why why do we do this? Why are we letting the one complaint matter? Why why does the CEO of a company have to pass every decision he does with all the fucking entry level employees now? It's mm-hmm. it's absurd. Everyone, go punch a guy named Grabber. Don't do that. <laughs> um. I'm going to call it uh, on that. Go. That's a good long show, and I can tell Gord's tired, and I'm angry, and I don't know. I think my mom's yelling about something. There you <laughs> go. Perfect. Uh, so uh, thanks for an awesome episode. Thank you guys for tuning in. We are, we're taking the weekends off nowadays, um, so this is it until Monday. And then we've got a, a quaint little show on Monday, a quaint little show on Tuesday, and then Season 3 officially kicks off on Wednesday the 18th. Um, hoping to have a big old show. If it's not a big old show, then it'll just be me and Gord having a fucking two man party. But either way, tune in. In the meantime, our two man parties are way better than most people's hundred man. So just letting you know. Please, anybody <laughs> listening, I need your help. Please send an email to either Eric at EricandEricandGord.world or an email to Gwyneth Paltrow's Vagina at gmail.com. Tell me what you think of the new format. Tell me if you like the new show time. Tell me if you like the live or you don't care, uh, just please send us some emails. Let us know you're out there. And uh, it would do a world of good for the next season of this show. really appreciate you guys listening. I appreciate everything you do for us. Thank you so much. Until Monday, take care of each other. And I'm going to go poop. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> don't use too much toilet paper. I will. I'm, I'm saving. Don't worry. <laughs> Loved what you've heard on this week's episode? Well, well, the answer is simple. It would mean the world to us if you could head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review and feedback. Spreading the word really is the best way to grow our podcast and achieve even greater things. Thank you. Thank you. Please be advised that this podcast is meant for educational and informational purposes only and is in no way a replacement for legal or medical advice. The opinions contained within are solely those of the interviewers and interviewees and should be received as so. Those seeking help or advice are encouraged to obtain professional legal and medical services.